Hello and welcome to Ascending Olympus, the Inner Sanctum's Olympics podcast. My name is Will Cuxon and I'll be your host this evening for day one of the Olympics. And I'm joined by Ellie McNerney. Ellie, how are you after the opening ceremony? Good. It, how good was it? I, it was um, the first one that I've seen personally, just with time zones and things like that, the last two. But yeah, it was really good to finally experience my first full opening ceremony. And there was plenty of action in the ceremony, wasn't there? What was your what was your highlight from from the opening ceremony? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I reckon it was the pictograms where they were trying to kind of work out, so like bring it to life in the three D manner. I reckon that was awesome. It was very very entertaining to watch. Very um, very clever presentation as well. And another clever presentation, which is probably one of my highlights, was the. The uh, Tokyo 2020 logo that was that was in the sky out of out of all the drones that, that was quite amazing to watch actually and yeah just all really well put together as usual. Yeah, and I reckon the way that like they reformed that so it was the logo and then they made like the the globe at the same time that was just yeah amazing. Absolutely, yeah, and plenty uh plenty of action during the ceremony and a bit of action today um as well. Um, we saw some Aussies take to their respective events in the in the archery and the rowing and um yeah and there was a bit bit going on there do you want to talk us through talk us through the archery yeah so we had the ranking rounds so we had australia's only women entry alice ingle placed 57 out of 64 she ended up scoring 616 points and going into the next round she will face russian kezdia perova which will take place on the 29th of July. Um, her partner, Taylor Worth, was ranked 39th with a ranking point of 641. To combine, they accumulated 1,267 points and finished 25th. It was, uh, I, I think they just missed the cut for the, for the mixed team um, eliminations. Um, with that with that 25th place finished as well so it was uh, a bit unlucky for those um, those two but the the men's team did um, did make the the eliminations um, with with an overall um, placing of 11th out of 12 um, and they'll, they'll both face off against Chinese Taipei early next week as well we also did see some rowing action today um, the men's quad skulls team um, advanced to the medal final um, with a second place finish in their heat. Um, and um, yeah, a bit, bit more action in the in the women's double scales as well. Yeah, definitely. So they also qualified to go through the semi semifinals, and they had a time of six point five three, um, which was one of the quicker times for the day as well. If we move on to sorry, there's still your thunder wheel, but if we move on to equestrian, there'll be no jumping team, unfortunately, for the equestrian with Edwina Tops Alexander and Kate Laurie have been announced that they will be competing in the individual jumping tournament. Um, we did see some more selection adjustment as well um, in the equestrian um, uh, with um, an athlete disqualified but um, a couple of a couple of other athletes moved to um, the the individual jumping competition. Um, Ellie you took a look at this didn't you? Yep, so the Olympic Committee made the decision today. So Edwina Tops Alexander and Kate Laurie will compete in the individual jumping tournament, which will which will mean that Australia will not be competing in the team 
team jumping, but um, for Edwina, it is her fourth Olympics. And for Kate Laurie, it is her Olympic debut, which is good news for her. Absolutely, Erin. Do you think that's um? Do you think they've got a, a fairly good chance to succeed in those in that event? I do. I think um, with Edwina's experience being a four-time Olympic athlete, I think you can't rule her out of potentially getting a medal. Very good. And we'll move on um, to the tennis now. And pretty fresh news: we've seen the the schedule announced for both the men's and the women's um, individual individual events, and they all kick off tomorrow. Um, and I guess the, the the standout highlight of that um, we watching Ash Barty take to the court. Um, should we should be taking to the court from 11, 11 a.m. local time tomorrow, which I think is 12, uh, 12 o'clock Sydney time. But it'll be great to watch her in action. Yeah, definitely. I think after her Wimbledon win, I think a lot most of Australia is hoping that she can go all, all the way once again. And so all eyes will be on her when she can she plays against Sarah Cerebes Tormo in the first round of the women's qualifiers. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see um we'll see Stan Stoza um taking to the court as well. Um, another Aussie in the women's category. Um, and over in the men's as well, we've got James Duckworth and John Millman both starting tomorrow as well. Yeah, I think um yeah, again, we all love watching Aussies compete in the tennis, so it's going to be great to watch a few a few more Aussies take to the court come tomorrow. I think we we've probably still got a, a good good medal chance, especially with Barty. But it, um, yeah, it'll be awesome to to see and get behind all the Aussies as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I can't wait to watch Ash Barty tomorrow. And the next phase of the Barty party will roll through. In Tokyo. Um, we'll, we'll round out the show today with a bit more selection news. Um, it's selection for the Paralympics and Australia's finalised its para-athletics team with another 24 athletes added to the squad. And it looks like it'll be a, a bit of a mix of, uh, of some youth and experience sort of leading that Leading that selection um, is shot put gold medalist from from London 2012, uh, Todd Hodgetts and um, Rio um, 100-metre gold medalist, Scott Reardon. Yeah, definitely. And I was looking looking at the list before and one name that definitely stood out was Sarah Walsh. So she'll be competing in her second Paralympic Games after competing in the 2016 Games. And she actually, in the 2016 Games, she set an Oceana record for the long jump, uh, finishing with 4.82 metres to finish sixth overall and ended up finishing. And she also moved up into fourth place the following year at the 2017 World Paralympic Championships. I think that's one, yeah, one thing to watch, um, especially in you. You see um, Scott Reardon talking about this squad announcement and he said that the sort of the squad coming through in these last few years has been it's been quite strong and definitely sort of flagged that there's a good chance for success at the at the Paralympics this year. And I think with, a, with an athletics team of 36 um, yeah, strong representation for Australia, and um, yeah, it'll be exciting to to watch that take place after after the Tokyo Games and finish up. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's going to be. I know in past years, many people have kind of turned off when the para Paralympics have come through, but I think this year it's going to be front and center, and all of Australia will be watching our Paralympians take on compete and. Yeah, I guess there'll be there'll be a lot more attention than in previous years, which is awesome for our Paralympians. 
yeah, absolutely. It's always always good to watch sort of the highest level of sport and um, and the Olympics, Paralympics. Um, yeah, no, no, um, no exception there either. So, looking forward to that a lot, and um, and we'll see how it goes. Thank you for joining us on Ascending Olympus for day zero of the Tokyo 2020 Games. We'll catch you tomorrow, but in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Ascending Olipod, and you can keep up to date with all our Olympics news on theinnersanctum.com.au. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.